Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 134 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Angie Quinnell with you. Jack Michaels coming up in about 37 seconds time. We're not dancing in the dark, I can tell you that. Uh, but we will get to a couple quick texts. Wayne in Spruce Grove says, Bob, big Oil Kings fan here. He just had Kurt L on the show. I think this year's team will be better than last year's. I'm excited. Uh, you know what, Wayne? I-, I tend to agree with you. Like, if they play a full C, I don't know if they're going to get 72 games in. Or I guess they only do 68 now. But... Uh, they could have, they've got the base to have a 50 plus win team. I mean, they were at 42, 12, and 10 through the first 64 games last year. So they, they, you know, didn't get the, the full 68, but they got a pretty good team with lots of talent. Uh, Phil, Fear of the Fin fan, he's a San Jose Sharks fan, says, Bob, is Jack Michaels still haunted by one of the greatest third period comebacks in NHL history? Probably on the Vegas players' minds tonight says the San Jose Sharks man known as Phil. Without further ado, pleased to welcome back to the show my play-by-play partner, Jack Michaels. Jack, how are you? Good, Bob. How are you? Uh, not bad. Not bad at all. Are you still haunted by that comeback against uh, by the Ducks in Game 5 of 2017, or you're starting to get over it? Well, I certainly think it, it made some decisions for the Edmonton Oilers easier to make. I mean, I I don't know whether you buy out Benoit Pouliot or whether you trade Jordan Everly if you go one round further. I really believe that. I mean, if you're a conference final team, I think it's that much less enticing uh, to make a major tweak like sending Jordan Everly out of town. Yeah, uh, there's I mean, lots. You had a year left, right, Bob? So I, I think the temptation would have been there. And I, I do – I. Bob, I'm not going to rewrite history. I, I I honestly feel like, and, and you may disagree, but I feel like Nashville would have beaten Edmonton in the next round. But I still, you know, <laughs> think that that loss to Anaheim altered some history. Well, the Oilers had a situation where they had four forwards. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Jordan Everlate, Milan Lucic, and Benoit Pouliot made $22 million combined. They didn't score an even-strength goal in a series where Edmonton lost three three one-goal games and two in overtime. So an opportunistic goal from one of those four guys. And, and, and you, you would recall, Jack, because we were surrounded by a couple of uh, fairly prominent Oilers alumni. They thought we were going to be the Oilers were going to be fine against Nashville. And as it turned out, Nashville got pretty banged up at center. Uh, I'm kind of like you. I thought Nashville was all wrong for Edmonton at that time. But, uh, you know, it's funny you talk about uh, perspective. Here's another one that got thrown by this, uh, this way by a prominent NHL agent. He said the decision the Oilers made to send Leon Dreisaitl down at the start of the 15-16 season 
if he was an agent and if Dreisaitl was, you know, a guy based on preseason who looked like he should have stayed at the start of the year, that he would have made them pay down the road. And uh, the Oilers paid $8.5 million for Leon on an eight-year deal as that contract got delayed to be negotiated as Dreisaitl's uh, agent retired and then he went to Mike Leo. Interesting perspective, but things do happen that change the course and direction of things. I think that's fair to say. Speaking of which, how many times have we talked Marc-Andre Fleury and Carey Price? Um, and I think we're watching a situation that's altering the course and the direction of the Vegas Golden Knights. And I think, you know, who do you think, first of all, I like who do you think starting tonight? Who do I think starting? Yeah. I don't know why Peter DeBoer wouldn't start Marc-Andre Fleury. Now, Peter DeBoer isn't attached to this core group of Golden Knights as Gerard Gallant would have. You know, I mean, I yep. think it's a different decision because Pete DeBoer is coming in as the Golden Knights are going through this transition. But in the three-year history of the Vegas Golden Knights, there are, as I would identify it, six you know, core pieces that are why they're where they're at, both in terms of popularity in the city and you know, in terms of being a feared opponent around the NHL. The original top line of Riley Smith, Jonathan Marcheseau, and William Carlson, and I know they're not always together now, but I'm just saying... Yep. You know, then Ryan Reeves, then Nate Schmidt, Braden McNabb, and uh, Theodore. Theodore on the back end, and Marc-Andre Fleury. Those are the players, when I think of, you know, how is it possible the Vegas Golden Knights are this successful through three years of their NHL existence, those are the players that immediately come to mind. And so I think you combine that with Marc-Andre Fleury and what he's actually done as opposed to giving me Leonard numbers. I mean, Robin Leonard has done a lot of what Tomas Bakun used to do, is win a lot of games and put up great numbers for mediocre teams. And now he's finally in a situation where he's got to get them over the top. I'm not sure whether Robin Leonard is going to have a career, you know, a second half of a career like Marc-Andre Fleury or Tim Thomas, or whether he's going to turn out to be Tomas Bakun whose numbers sagged once he was put in a position to actually win with the team. It's easy to be a great goalie on a bad team. But now now you got to look at who has actually won these kind of games. It's not Robin Leonard. Now, I'm not saying it's his fault. He hasn't been put in a position. But Marc-Andre Fleury, you know, has won these games over and over and over again in his career. Sure, you can say he gave up four on the power play in the third period of last year. But then I can also say that was a bogus power play. In a normal world, game's over. Vegas wins. And maybe we're talking about back-to-back appearances in the Stanley Cup Finals. So I'm going Marc-Andre Fleury tonight. Jack, uh, we don't often agree on this. I, If it's me, I start Fleury. You mentioned Thomas Vokun. I've mentioned the name on the show before. Mitch Korn worked with Thomas Vokun and propped him up. Mitch Korn's the guy that got Dominic Hasek turned the right way in Buffalo. Mitch Korn made the most out of Thomas Vokun and Pecorine. What happened with Pecorine when Mitch Korn left and went to Washington? Mitch Korn built up Braden Holtby. What happened to Holtby and Washington's goals against after Barry Trotz and Mitch Korn left? Well, they went from being top two both the first, uh, the last couple of years Trotzy was in Washington to being 16 and 21 the last two years in Washington. Oh, who propped up Robin Leonard a year ago with the Islanders? 
That would be Mitch Corn. Interesting, eh? Like, like, and Bob, you mentioned you. It's interesting that you threw Pecorino into that mix. Do you really want to be Vegas and sitting on the sidelines the way Vegas was after that first round series against Arizona? You really don't think those National Predator players aren't thinking? I wonder what would have happened if we'd given Pecorino a start. Don't That's even get me. The guy don't, who don't brought you to a certain point. Yeah. And I think if you're going to lose, you want to go down swinging with your absolute best option possible. And this for ha- me, that's still Mark Andre Fleury by a significant margin. There, ha- Jack. There have been scads of books written in Europe. I know you're not a big soccer guy, but about what happens when a new manager comes in and brings in his own people. John Hines goes in, and he, you know, he doesn't go. Uh, with Pecky Rene. He doesn't give Rene a chance. You know, he ends up going with an undersized guy. Guy's a good goalie, but he's an undersized goalie, and he wasn't getting it done in a series where Arizona had no... Really, Arizona was lucky to have won that series against Nashville. Nashville. And how many playoff wins did he have before this year, Bob? None. Pecky right. Rene, I think, had 89. Right. I mean, and all so- of Nashville's postseason wins <laughs> were, you know, for the last... 12 years. I'm not a John Hines guy. You know that. But I'm looking at Pete DeBoer here. He comes in. Gallant yeah. was the coach. Gallant's guy was Flurry. Now, we don't know whether or not, you know, like, we don't know what level of fitness a guy, and I'm not suggesting Flurry's not in shape. I'm just saying maybe, maybe Leonard completely outplayed him in their training camp. I don't know. But this whole situation has struck me as odd. Somebody tweeted at me today, Jack, and said they're playing. They're going to go with Leonard tonight because they want to re-sign Leonard, and then they're going to package and eat part of Flurry's contract in the off-season. Could you, if they go with Leonard, like they, the suggestion was, if they don't go with Leonard tonight, their chances of re-signing him are low, and they've made their decision to mind which one they're going to go with moving forward. So they're going to go with Leonard tonight. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.